This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The wonderful football Wednesday edition of You Better You Bet rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley here with you on the BetQL Network. Two hours down on this wonderful football Wednesday and two more to go. And what an awesome first two hours it was. Awesome breakdown of NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year. We'll get back to that awesome breakdown coming up in the Power Hour. And three awesome guest interviews. Pro Sports better Joey Kanish in a word. Awesome. Pete Futak of College Football News. In a word, awesome. And John Daigle from Betsperts and 4 for 4, in a word, sensational. Comeback player of the year coming up in the Power Hour, final hour of the show. We're looking forward to that. All of our bets coming up for tonight as well. Power Hour, final hour of the show. But for now, Lochmas meets eight buckets. And can we turn our attention from the ACC to the Pac-12? Any words here before we play the imaging and we get going here? I'm um, on all the schools in the, back to, in the Pac-12, schedule and win total analysis for each of them. No, I just think uh I think that the the new way that we present this stuff has been has been really good. I really liked the segments we did yesterday on the ACC schools and uh and there is a ton of excitement about the Pac-12 and not just cuz the conference exploded and like no, all the teams went to different places. Uh there was a bunch of rumblings today that now the ACC is like reinterested in Cal and Stanford or something which are like the last dominoes to fall before everybody's got a new home. Um but there's excitement too because this might actually be a really fun Pac-12 season. There's, I mean, how many teams really, really think they can make the playoff? Oregon definitely thinks they can make the playoff. Washington thinks they can make the playoff. USC definitely thinks they can make the playoff. Um, Utah maybe thinks with the right uh, return date for Cam Rising, maybe they can make the playoff. And uh, Oregon State thinks maybe they can make the Rose Bowl. I don't know if they can make the playoff necessarily. Um, I don't know if the Rose Bowl is a playoff game this year, actually, but you get the idea. Uh, a lot of teams have a lot of big expectations, and a lot of them are going to play each other. So, could set up to be more fun than usual. We've certainly had some dud Pac-12 seasons, maybe the last five, ten years. Do you do you feel like you're do you have any pain in your heart? Does it hurt you at all as a college football fan for a long time that this conference is going to get absolutely blown to smithereens after the season? So uh, the yes and no. The yes part of it is just like I think when you lose things that make college football, college football, that sucks. And one of the things that makes it is uh, the regionality, which isn't really a word, but I think people understand uh, the idea that like the thing that makes the, sh the sport special is um, regional rivalries and collections of teams that are in the same area of the country. And it's how the sport started and that's going away. Um, on the other hand, the idea that like USC plays in week zero and if you don't have the Pac-12 network, one of the worst networks ever created by man and impossible to find, if you don't have that, you can't watch USC and the Heisman Trophy winner play, I'll be happy that's going away. No one's missing that. So, I, I, again, like, I, yeah, sure, tradition, it takes a big hit. Also, now I can, like, turn on YouTube TV and find the game. Now I can do that. And it's in high definition, which for the Pac-12 is also very difficult to find sometimes. So, uh, yes and no. 
what was uh what was Tyler's line about watching uh, watching games in 4K or whatever? Like when it comes up on the screen, Tyler, what did you say about that? That was really funny when like the option comes up on cable. I think I just said something. Like, I don't remember the exact line I said, but it's changed my life. That's something. It was something <laughs> along that line. It's like sitting in the front row or something like that. Absolutely love it. Uh, okay, so without further ado, Lochmas meets eight buckets. Lightning round. Pack 12. Jake, it's day three. College football is the best time of the year. The fight songs. Announcers going crazy. Martinez steps up. Throws. crowd but for nick and ken college football only sounds like one thing it's luck miss time on you better you bet Slide on down that chimney. Eat them milk and cookies. And tell us what we're going to be betting on this season in the Pac-12. I don't know why I do like the Southern voice there. Let's start our Pac-12 analysis here with uh, Judd Bushler, a.k.a. Jed Fish in Arizona. Uh, Win total of five, Ken. Uh, Overjuiced at our show sponsor, BetMGM. Over minus 130 for the Arizona Wildcats this season. Yeah, a team that uh, outperformed expectation a ton last year and got Jed Fish a contract extension, too. Like, uh, last year made him a ton of money, and all they had to do was win five games because the market expected them to be so much worse than that, it's not even funny. Uh, the win total was either two and a half or three, depending on where you went last year, and they went five games, which was really impressive. They were a big overwinner, I think, for a couple people I know, and I, I didn't see that coming, and they did, so shout out to them. Uh, in terms of what this year might bring... Uh, this is a tough number to like them to go over. I have not bet this. It's close. Uh, if I could get plus on what is the MG, uh, do you have the MGM juice on over under? Just because my screen is blurry because um, the way we do our video. Um, over is minus one thirty. Um, I can get the under in like in like ten seconds. Yeah, like a so plus one ten. We're starting to get pretty close to me wanting to bet under five on this team. Uh, raw projection for them is like 4.9 so like nothing really like that crazy they have a kind of an interesting subsection of games on their schedules they have two pretty much they're gonna roll out of bed two and oh in terms of the the very likely wins they uh, pay an fcs opponent and then they have utep coming to their stadium they'll be a big favorite in that game so like you you get two i don't know what else you get if colorado is as bad as we think you get that I don't think they're going to be, and you have to go to their place, and it's late in the year, which really, really hurts, and the market is pricing that game like it's going to be a small point spread, and that's where part of this comes from. I do think Stanford's awful, and you go to their place, and that's worthless because they have no home field advantage, so, like, okay, I just, it's tough for me to get to six a lot of times, five happens a ton, this is like a classic uh, whole number win total conversation with a team with very little schedule flexibility, where it's like, what is more likely plus one on the win total or minus one like you know the win total is going to land a lot of the time five is going to happen a ton okay like is six more likely than four or is four more likely than six and that guy's what you want to bet and then obviously what's the price on each side and i think this is just a situation where we're getting pretty close to i think four is as likely as six 
and now I'm going to start to get plus on under five. And like, that's that's kind of all that's happening here. So I know that they've been getting bet up a little bit. It's four and a half juiced way over in some other places. I think like a slightly bigger plus price and it might be a small bet on Arizona's under. This is not one of my favorite bets, but I do like the idea of big season that outperformed expectations. I know it was only five wins, but they were supposed to be awful. And big market reaction to that outperforming expectations. Uh, I like that a lot. And uh, and I like some other teams on their schedule more than the market does, for sure. And, uh, and so I think it's, you know, if you're looking for a target, plus 120, plus 125 on an under five, I think is really good. Uh, and you know, I think plus 110 is like, could be a bet. It's just like such a small edge versus like kind of how I see their schedule shaping up. So it's kind of like, how many win totals would you like to bet this year? You want to add a couple more? Plus on Arizona under five is pretty good. This is not my favorite bet, but it is, it's more of a bet than a bunch of the other teams we're going to talk about. 